I'll tell you something. If you don't have a podcast, you don't even have to watch every game. <laughs> for breaking soccer news, for insight that excels, for expert analytics, you better go somewhere else. Portland Bay Soccer Podcast. Enjoy it now, because it probably won't last. Just poop, they cover it all. They'll discuss everything except football. Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. I better pull up the agenda. <laughs> Hold on, gentlemen. Here we go, everyone. Welcome to episode 34, season two, episode nine, if you're counting, of uh, the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Uh, this is Sweet Butts and Big Trucks. Thanks, McGee. Uh, this is Jonathan Everett. I am coming. <laughs> I am coming to you from London. Wow, <laughs> Randy, I'm coming from Northeast Portland. And Josh, Lake Oswego. Uh, Greg from Goose Hollow, your most recent recipient of the horseshoe at Pope House Bourbon Lounge. Yay, Greg! Sick. Tell him. Tell him, Greg. Explain. Oh, uh, Pope House Bourbon Lounge on uh, Gleason and 21st. If you try 50 different bourbons, you get a plaque on the wall with your name on it and a horseshoe and 10% off bourbon for life. Oh, wow. And I am currently yep. sipping out of my Pope House commemorative whiskey snifter, a nice Wathens single barrel. Man, so if you get two ooh. of them, do you get 20% off? I think it's 15. Oh, then, oh, fully. How much did two. that cost you to do that? Couldn't you just bought your own <laughs> black and hundreds of no, fucking he bought dollars? All the, he, he bought all the poor ones that cost like a dollar fifty a poor, and they felt bad for him. <laughs> uh, hey, Josh, you sent out those patches yet? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> they should be here no. any day, and then they'll be sent. The reorder is almost here, and then I will start sending them out. And guess who won't be getting one? Man, that is one long ass mm. complicated excuse. Josh, I don't even want to review games, but I mean, I think you and I had a lot of the same feelings. Like, what what are you thinking about right now? Okay, so I, yeah, I was a little pissed. I'm a little pissed at the Timbers, but I guess we all sort of are right now. For context, we are recording this a few days after that awful loss to Austin. But, like, that's not even the problem. The problem is a lack of transparency between the front office and the fans. And we never know injury that's, report statuses on anyone. That's not we a don't. It's a huge. First off, that's a huge problem. I like to know, like, you know, people like to predict lineups and see what's going on. We never know, like, if someone's out, what their actual problems are. Health and safety protocol. <laughs> that's pretty transparent. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of information yeah. in that one. Like, did he have like yeah. butt problems? Like, I don't know. Does <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that stuff's irritating, but I mean, come on, that's not the problem. That doesn't have anything to do with what's and going on. And then the on. next problem is Gavin actually <laughs> does he know what he's doing with the thorns? And if yeah. he does with the thorn, he I, I don't even know like what he even fucking does. Like he should come on this show and explain. Right? <laughs> yeah. If he's not a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> God, we missed you. Yeah, this is like 
This, I think that's the official gauntlet. Gavin Wilkinson or anyone else in the Timbers front office or anyone with connections into the Timbers front office, we demand him to come on and have a very serious interview. If you actually go back maybe like 30 episodes when we interviewed Ka and uh, Footy, we've proven we can be legitimate journalists. Um, but then we're going to have to pretend to tell Josh when it actually is going to be and then change it so he can't make it because he's not allowed to ask Gavin Wilkinson any questions. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just we saying. Demand. You know, like we and our 100 listeners demand, <laughs> and 19 of them are Russian bots. Um, uh, but no, Josh. I mean, I agree, man. On the transparency thing with injuries, like it's just so confusing. It feels like everything is uh, and. You know, maybe they don't release some of it because they don't want to release competitive uh, information uh, to other teams prior to a game. And so they're guessing as to who's going to be ready. But, I mean, I mean where is, is it really confusing? Do you sit around going, ah, oh, man, I don't understand what's going on? Yeah, I do. That's, I, that's not the biggest thing, but I do. I, You know, like, we don't, like, what's going on with Jeff? <sighs> Jeff's done, man. It's like the 19th they, time I'm going to say okay. it. Like, he's I mean, done. He's old. They said it. At the time, we don't know what it. I mean, we can't remember. It's not our fault. It's not the front office's fault that we can't remember what they said. Uh, I remember they but they like, announced what the injury was, but like we saw him fall down like three times in a row in that game, and that's when Hunter came in and um, uh, unfortunately shot the bed. But um, I I definitely. He did, he did. He did not do well enough in the game. I'm not judging him. He's like a 19-year-old kid coming in for an MLS game as a sub, as a keeper against the Sounders. Like, dude, like the expectations. He shit the bed. Good. I'm not judging him. He shit the bed. Well, he did <laughs> shit the bed. That's what I just not. said. He did not. Well, keepers don't even mature till they're like 30s. Yeah, and that's when they become um, the best. Much like uh, well anyway but so i also agree josh i don't i at some like i'll talk about this when i complain about the the merit interview later with gw but yeah that's it gauntlet drop gw come on this show or gw out (laughs) (laughs) and we will make merch yeah shaking in his boots man yeah, hey, terrified. McGee just tweeted at us. McGee just tweeted at us. Should I just send him a link and invite him on? Sure. Yeah, who, who the fuck is McGee? <laughs> All right. He's a guy. He's a friend of uh, Soccer Touchdown that ran out of. Uh, since they're not around anymore, I guess he's hanging out with us. Uh, if he's going <laughs> to. And now we're just having on. him on. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a special guest. Yeah. Greg was like, let's make this really easy to edit. Um, blah, blah, blah. But now we're going to add a special guest in the moment. Blah, 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 blah. Um, well, Josh, can so my mom die? Yeah. How was that? How was the funeral? Was it cool? That was fun. Yeah. I sent you guys pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Did God. Your mom really passed away? Yeah. Jesus, dude. Why do you think I've been in L.A. like 15 times in the last, like, You go to L.A. every other week anyway. I've been there, like, nonstop. You can't ever tell, like, with you. Like, oh. Uh, So, uh, yes, Josh, that is, uh, Randy, it is true that Josh's uh, mother did unfortunately pass. But I think, honestly, Josh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's actually kind of, like, a relief at this point. Yeah. Because it's been a long 10 years. Yeah. Jeez, wow. But um, back to fun stuff. 
Um, <laughs> what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about Geo? We should we should just cut live to make G and not let him know what <laughs> what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cutting live to make G. He's taking over a Portland Vanity Soccer podcast for the four of us. Um, but Josh, sorry, I interrupted you again for like the ninth time. That's fine. You're too busy always talking. It hurts, but it's the truth. Is it just me, or do we look completely disorganized? And we look like we don't have a leader, and we look like we're a snake with its head cut off running around, or a chicken with its head cut off running around. (laughs) (laughs) Or a snake, whatever you want it to be. (laughs) If the snake doesn't have a head, then yeah, it's kind of cut off. Um, Okay, I was kind of loaded for that Seattle game, but... (laughs) I don't, I mean, I remember us being in it for most of the game until maybe like three quarters of the way through. And then, I mean, I think maybe it wasn't until like the fourth goal or whatever, but I mean, if you, <laughs> look, at look-, the, you look at the stats at that game, that, that seems in the expected goals, blah, 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 blah. That seems to back up my hazy memory of that match. We had a good like 60 minutes out of it. And just the wheels came off at the end. Yeah, it does. I mean, like that—that scoreline. It's the old, the old cliche. The scoreline doesn't tell the whole story. Exactly, but the wheels seem to always come off at the end. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if we're up or down. We always fall apart in the last twenty minutes. I do remember. Maybe um, ten minutes. I remember seeing that lineup for the for the free kick. I think this was the first one that went in and uh, thinking to myself, why, why, why is that line so far to the left? That whole right side of the goal is going to be wide open. And that's exactly where he put the ball. Who was our keeper yeah, that totally. day? Ivicic? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm not sold on that guy. And we, we talk shit on Steve Clark, but he's our most consistent keeper right now. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, mm. Ivicic is like he's good. I see it, but I don't. I, I, I don't know. I I'm so confused. I just don't have words. Like I can't figure it out. Like what the problem is. Even though like it's you know we always default to like what I just said that like we park the bus, the last ten or twenty minutes we fall apart. But there's something else happening, and I know like we've talked a few times about like how Mambiala like the ball will come back and he'll be like not even cross the center line yet. Anyone think there's maybe something going on in the locker room? Yeah. Everyone seems to be like friends though. You know, like on social media, they're always hyping each other up, but like, I don't think that would happen if there's something going on in the bathroom. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh God. You come on for just that. <laughs> Zuperich has been playing like shit and he was our best center back for a while. Uh Gia's frustrated as all hell. Like nobody's it he seems like every, everybody just puts their head down at some point in the match and they're like, "All right, well fuck this." I don't, I don't agree well, with that character, it, characterization of Zuperich. You don't you think he's been playing well? I don't think he's been playing like shit. I don't know. It's been I got to I got to admit like these last three matches you know I, I i don't feel really qualified to comment on much on the seattle match because that my A's literally woke up the next day and was to gretchen i was like did we lose did we lose five to, to one and she's like no 
We didn't. We lost six to one. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a, yeah. So yeah, I, I, uh, we're no good at recapping matches, but, but this, this bit about us just sort of falling to falling apart. It's been happening a lot this season. Um, used to happen maybe like once a year, but now it seems like it happens quite a, quite a lot. And it's, it's real confusing. Um, who's, you know, why aren't we motivated to do better than that? I don't, I don't understand. Stumptown footy in an article. Uh, they released an article titled disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah. Let's all take a moment and bow our heads in reverence of the great CI demand. It was actually really sad. Did any of you guys read his goodbye article? I did. Uh, I tried to cut it out of my memory. Yeah, he's so CI Demand's been doing a a weekly article on Stumptown Footy for what was it, like eight years now? Called Six Degrees. And it was by far my favorite piece of Timbers-related content out there. Um, Super funny, just reads like the kind of guy you could sit down and have a beer and fuck around with. Uh, And his whole article was basically like, I'm not having fun. Everything's terrible. My new seatmates in the stadium are dicks and <laughs> farewell. Um, ah. So yeah, that really fucking blows. And you know, if you go around all the, the media, Morrisonic, if you listen to the last 10 minutes of their Seattle recap, that was really dark too. Like those guys aren't enjoying themselves. I need to listen to that again. I super dark. I, unfortunately being, Maybe it's just a um, has to do with this season in general, but I find myself part of it is us making podcasts, although infrequently. I just I f- kind of forget to listen to the other podcasts. Um, yeah, soccer touchdown what was that a year ago? Maybe a little more than a year ago. They yeah, quit. Man, I've been talking to Zippy and JP. I ran into Zippy the other day. Um, I'm, I'm trying real hard to get a closing episode for those guys. You, Did you run into them at the Can't Have Fun store? <laughs> hey, come on. No one can ever accuse <laughs> Zippy of not having fun. Well, do they want to do their I final didn't... episode on our show? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I told them, hey, maybe we could. I told them I would produce it or whatever, do whatever it was, it was needed to facilitate it. And both of them, like individually, are like, oh, it's Zippy's. You know, JP's like, Zippy. I, Zippy's not going to want to do it. And Zippy's like, JP doesn't want to do it. <laughs> it's like, hello, you're both on the same thread. Yeah. yeah so all these, all these, you know, staples of the fan culture that have been around for years, uh, they're calling it quits. And you know what I'll say about Morrisonic is, you know, those guys are sticking with it. And this season they've said they're going to be the, everything is fine. We watch soccer to have fun. We're going to stay positive. Oh boy. And on that note, us here at Portland Vanity (laughs) say, fuck that. We will be your doom and gloom. uh, Burn it to the ground. Catharsis podcast. I'm not not joining in on that. (laughs) Do you you hear the sirens? Following the the timbers right to hell. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome ride. Yeah, Greg, I, I listened to that Morrisonic in that last uh, 10 minutes or so of like the it's just not fun anymore. And they talked about soccer touchdown saying something similar. Um, the the CI demand and it's just kind of a fucking bummer. It is. But like would it, would something, it be you know, a bummer more- if, if the team was doing well or is this still hangover from 
COVID after Iron Front fiasco? I I think it's all the above. And Josh, what were you going to say? The same thing? Uh, well, yeah, I was sort of going to say the same thing that we just, you know, there's so many different thi- like little pieces that have been letdowns that they're start they just add up into one huge chunk. Mm. And and like it's just it's draining on people over time. Yeah, if we were doing if the team was doing well, the, like yeah, it would take the edge off, but all that stuff still exists. Like the world's still terrible. Yeah, and you still see the same you you like watch football to escape, but we see the same problems week after week. So, what do you like you just get down on it and then you stop you know, you want to stop being negative so you don't watch it. Or we don't want to participate Almost. Yeah, when you say almost, you mean that we gave up the three points like right in the end? Yes, another yeah. stoppage goal. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Did you also hear that the Taliban retook over Afghanistan? Because that was pretty cool. Yeah. And killed some Americans today. Jesus. Ooh, quite a bit. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? The there. Thorns won a championship. <laughs> I know. They're good for them. I went to that match. That was a fun, fun ass match, man. The Leon match. Yes, and and I was a little bit surprised that the turnout wasn't bigger. Um, I, guess I know I saw it on TV. People were saying, I mean, it was still you know a bigger turnout than a lot of MLS teams get, but um, people were saying I, I watched the Wednesday one before on TV, and people that were that were at both said that there was a bigger turnout on Wednesday than there was on Saturday for that. Um, it's so interesting. You think it's like COVID match. related, like COVID concerns? Mm, I don't think so because I don't think so. I, th- I think for whatever reason, people just weren't uh, hip to you know, you know the international match. They just uh, didn't assign it as much importance, even though it's like a you know we all know that Jonathan and everyone here is the big fan of the international matches. I just think that crowd maybe hasn't caught up to that yet um other people were saying that maybe it was also because it was conflicting with the timbers match that was being broadcast at the same time there's a little bit of truth to that well another thing also is uh like for timbers the ccl matches are included in our season tickets uh these matches were not included in thorn season tickets they weren't expensive that was going to be my next point they're not expensive but for people that are just used to having their tickets Gotcha. And not going and looking for them. I don't know if that made a difference or not. It could have. Yeah, it could have. Anyway, the point is, it was a it was a really fun game. The atmosphere was amazing. Um, that Moultrie young woman is is a fantastic human being. Uh, if anybody you get a chance to watch some of her interviews, um, you know, usually they're on YouTube. The contrast with how together with it she is comparative compared to for instance the I read some interview with uh what's his face from um, san jose what's that guy's name caden caden cal yeah he's like a 17 year old yep. guy and there were quotes in every other i mean granted there was only a few quotes or whatever but every other word of it his mouth was like and stuff so, <laughs> <laughs> so the contrast if you see an interview with uh olivia on youtube it's all like super thoughtful she you can tell she's really like li- really listening to the question and doing her best to give a, uh, like a real answer um she's uh gonna be a fantastic i mean she is fantastic already but 
It's definitely it be a powerhouse. Yeah. So I saw her score that, that, free, that free kick goal highlight, uh, I guess, like one of her first games where I don't know if it was the game winner, but I mean, it was awesome. And I think that. Oh, yeah, that um, was the. Yeah. That was the one that put us through to the to the final. Okay, that makes what, sense. She had a, there was a Did funny part. I inter, interviewed her about it. They said, I can't remember who it was. Like, so-and-so came up to you before he took the kit. Did, did she ask if you were going to take it? And she, and she laughed. She's like, yeah. She asked if I was going to tr- try and shoot. And, she, and I said, hell yeah, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rad. She's 15. She's 15 years old. Say, so, hey, Jonathan, the most common thing I have to edit out of you is you saying, and dumb. So how does that and, make um, you feel? Right. Makes should make you feel just like Merritt Paulson because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly oh, dude, what that... his interview was like. <laughs> yeah, my and um, yeah, well, uh, I, you know, I... really, a girl is so much like the girls are so much more evolved than the boys when it comes to interviews. <laughs> oh, at that age, that, yeah, you know, like yeah. yeah, you know, like she's probably she's more articulate than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, combined, sad, sad but true. <laughs> yeah, sad, true, real. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, 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 I never implied to be intelligent. So, uh, I'm, I'm keeping, um, and, um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were trying to, uh, Sorry, to imagine what our own kids would sound like in those interviews. And it'd be like, what? Uh, <laughs> what's happening if, How do you, if you guys the, have uh stepping up the defense in the second qu- half played with you know the the outlooks and what what <laughs> oh, that's so funny if you have ever not seen the movie little miss sunshine there's a scene in there that is similar to where the dude who homeschools his kids in like the the forest have a better understanding of the Declaration of Independence than the, or no, I'm sorry, the Bill of Rights, uh, as opposed to the, like the, the, you know, public school educated, like siblings right. or cousins. And that was one of the funniest lines and super similar. Cause I'm like, the, uh, the Declaration of Independence was pretty cool. Cause they did it on the Mayflower. I think it was called or the June. You know, that's so funny that you brought that up because my, um, my, my parents live down the street from, the hotel that they were at oh, no in the sure. movie. So oh I was God. driving by Josh, it the other day. Josh when I... has like a Hollywood story for every single thing. That's so funny that yeah, you but brought that up because my baby like, like grew up in Michael LA. Jackson or whatever. <laughs> oh, Michael. No, but it was funny because we was... that sounds good. No, because my dad picked me up from Santa Barbara airport and we were driving down and it's in Ventura and we drove by and I'm like, oh, that's the Little Miss Sunshine Hotel. And He's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Because he never saw it. But it was funny that you brought it up because I just talked about it the other day. My you should definitely watch that movie again if you haven't. It's really good. Um, but this is going to tie into, Greg, I believe one of the last bullets you have, which are some tweets from Mick G. And Mick nope. G can go Mick G fuck himself. We should wait till he gets here to talk about those. Okay, fair. Uh, and, um, and I, I got an interesting, um, I can derail the sound, the, I can derail the podcast with my favorite memory of the Seattle match. Are you guys ready for oh, it? Go for well, it, yeah. outside of the <laughs> outstanding, um, it was cool seeing, do we, God, Jesus, when was the last episode? Have we already talked about this? No, we haven't. Have we? No. Are you talking Rodney Wallace retiring? No, we did not talk about this. Man, that was, that was, that was a, it was great to see him get love from the crowd. I got a fist bump from him. Nice. 
I'm glad we signed you, him for a day. I wish we would have put him on the, at least let him sit on the bench. Did you see the gift that he got? I did not. The jersey? No, he uh, from the TA. He got an axe with the a ten dollar uh, gift card to Target with the axe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to Best Buy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that after the match when they handed that to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The axe with the axes and rows engraved in the head of it, and then the handle was Ooh. engraved with uh, Siempre de Familia. Um, it was really fucking rad. That's fat. That was fast work on on their part. It was Having super that fast. Time. Uh, that awesome. is thanks to the local company Ship a Dick. They will ship a dick anywhere in the world. Oh, what? Can you? Is <laughs> you know, that is that the is that the ad that we stole from Morisonic? Go. Morisonic hasn't done ship a dick, have they? No, I just meant the concept of having an ad on a podcast. That's not oh. real. Greg sucks. Yep. God damn it. Uh, my other, well, my second favorite memory of, of that night was uh, seeing the guy do the 76 challenge. And oh, yeah. The oh, roll <laughs> how, how was that? He did a rigid roll? <laughs> yeah. It, it was great because I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Most most people kind of flounder through those things and they don't do, they, they make the first couple and then they just kind of like flail away at the end. Um, there was that one time that woman came on and just nailed everything first kick. I remember that. And, uh, and so this guy made the first two and then he's like casually jogging back to the half halfway line to, to uh, take his rest of his shots. And I was already kind of loaded at this point, but I just he yelled from the stands, run motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then he made it and then he did the Ridgy roll and it was like, holy shit. And then it turns out I'm friends with that guy on Facebook. Yeah. Isn't Robbie it Robbie? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea who I was yelling at at the time, but I was I was very <laughs> so concerned fun. that he was going to run out of time. Well, if we're talking about cool shit from the Seattle match, we got to mention the Tifo. Yeah, that was Ooh, that sucked. The Tifo, God, who made that? <laughs> who worked on that? Uh, that was very beautiful. That was a Sean Burns design based on an old absinthe ad. Yeah, I yeah. liked it. It looked really good. It was, oh, he was super well done. That's like one of the things I hate most about being gone during the timber season, actually just going to games and having some of those experiences. And then the games being on at 3.30 in the morning doesn't help. So I'm clearly not going to wake up to do that. Uh, that was and, a, was that our um, first TIFO this yep, year? Yeah. Yep. Confused about that. I liked it. Well, we weren't even sure uh, if we were going to get to do TIFOs this year. There was a really quick true. turnaround. Oh, we on now? It. That's true. Well, yeah, I'm on Tifo crew. Oh, you hear this? For 107 Greg. Stooge. Yeah, Greg and Pito Bootlicker. The, the hey, bootlicker. Shout out to those guys. Seen. I left my um, I left my uh, Ralph. I'm a Tifo Tifo, um, at the stadium because I was getting ready to pack it up, and I and I got distracted by the by the being going drunk. away reception for Rodney afterwards and so i went down a little bit lower to to get a good view of that and then i completely forgot to take it away but uh it was located they stashed it away and it's waiting for me at fan laden right now nice so you thank you when you go there the, get the my membership bitch. prize what's Wait, your membership what? prize i don't know i got one of those cards that it's says a mask it's a 107 is mask it's pretty nice oh, it is yeah oh uh, well then someone pick it up for me <laughs> You pick it up for yourself, you lazy. Yeah, guy. I'm not going to a game. <laughs> All right. Why not? They're open on. They're open every Wednesday. 
Yeah. You could see Tyler. He's usually there. working it. Oh, really? I'll call. I'll text him. I forgot to go by and pick it up. I meant to bring it to the match this weekend. Do you want me to pick it up? Are you going? I guess I'll go by there if Tyler's there. It's not Wednesday. Yeah, it's Thursday. Oh. It's Thursday. Thursday is the Wednesday of Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, I gotta, so, I, gotta power, uh, I gotta power through my stuff here because I actually have to do a work call in 14 minutes. Uh, so I want to talk really quick about the the merit interview. And so the whole point of my part was I'm struggling more the timbers now more than normal because usually we don't, we're not this terrible. And just because the Premier League started a Usually, I'm used to Spurs shitting the bed in the beginning of the Premier League and enjoying the Timbers through the end of the season. And it's kind of flipped, and it sucks. And I was saying earlier, like the, the games being on at 2.30, 3.30 in the morning, I'm clearly not watching them, so I feel very disconnected, and the results suck. And then I listened to the Merit interview that I guess was posted yesterday on Talk Timbers, and it just bummed me out even more, which, uh, and again, I think all of you have listened well, to it. What were you expecting right? to hear? Uh, like legitimately boil, boil it down for yeah. those that haven't heard it. Uh, he got on the the interview and was he just said the the same shit that anyone would say who doesn't mean or not going to take any legitimate action in the moment to try to fix things. And I'm not a I'm not a um, geo out kind of a guy. I think <clears throat> there's I mean something's clearly not like firing in the in the locker room and in the team. But it was just like, blah, 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 blah. no real responsibility. Like, it's the first time I think he's yeah, ever probably he, said anyone's He name. said they're not going to take said, a short term. They're not going to take a hasty sh- sh- action to, to address something short term that isn't going to be the benefit long term. And he, he trusts the coaching staff and he trusts the rest not. of the staff to, to be able. They have plenty of time to turn around and he trusts that that's going to happen. Do you think it's going to happen? I I think it very well could. And mm. so if it, I I disagree, man. I, I it sounded like standard. I believe in the coaching staff. Done. Like uh, nothing. I is don't happening. think it's. I mean, GW, on the surface, it sounded like that. But his the the inflection and the tone of his voice. I mean, if you think that guy doesn't care about what's going on and he's not upset about it, I mean, it's clearly it's clear that he is upset about it. But I'm also I, I hate it when a team just like fires a coach midseason or fires a coach, you know, with two games to go. I think that's totally stupid and counterproductive. I don't think it's stupid and counterproductive if you're demanding accountability. I mean, I that and maybe it's just because it's a bummer of a season that I'm more frustrated with that interview. And I feel like that was one of those interviews that he didn't want to do, but probably felt like he had to just given how bad it's been. And yeah. if you go back to the beginning of the season and the the CCL, uh, you know, crash and not crash and burn because I, I would say we played pretty well, but uh, and it just was just been super inconsistent. And at, at some point, you know, like oh cool, we won the COVID Cup. Uh, that's you know that it's exciting, but it's not amazing. I mean, it gave us a CCL berth, but this is a, a dog shit season, and I. I uh, I don't want to doom and gloom it for for the remainder, but I just really don't see a 
a, a path where this team uh, and what we're doing and this leadership is, is going to change the game. Hmm. McGee, like thank you for joining guest. this podcast. Yeah, by the way, it's Ebo. I don't give a flying shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk to the man about it because he thinks you're wrong. Oh, I try to talk to him, snap. but he, he, won't, he won't take my calls anymore. They got a little too <laughs> uh, uh, sexually aggressive is what I think the, the police said. <laughs> yeah, how do you properly uh, pronounce his nickname, McGee? Jebo. Boom. Welcome. Sorry, Welcome to so the weird. podcast. I heard, I heard Ebo. <laughs> yeah, I have I, I'm a little hungover, so you know it's uh, it doesn't come through clear. What what are you hungover from? Did you go to the Thorns match last night? Uh actually no, I didn't, oh. but we were drinking on the couch and watching. I'm terrified of COVID and not going into crowded places. Gotcha. Well, you're smarter than the rest of us. Are you? Well, Although you're still partner, on the podcast, uh, so it doesn't say a lot for you. Yeah, you're about yeah. to get COVID from this. We were talking about everything that's going wrong this season and who's to blame and all the uh, pussyfoot and passing the buck that Merritt's been doing. You got any thoughts for us? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I do think it's like mainly owing to a roster construction issue. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm not like a hardcore GW out guy. I actually think he's one of the better GMs in our shitty league full of shitty GMs. Um, but he obviously made some mistakes, right? Uh, I mean, just the, the fact that they had to burn Jibo because he couldn't, you know, they couldn't fulfill his contract obligations is just terrible planning, right? And so I think that in and of itself uh, is a problem. I mean, I think everybody anticipated this day would come, but uh, with with Abobasi moving on, but the way that it happened, right? It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It reminds me of when we got a Rudy from Toronto, right? We got a Rudy in a trade from Toronto on the day that Toronto came here to play. Uh, and that felt dirty at the time, but we were the ones benefiting from it. And and the fact that players are so expendable in that regard, you know, the, the, the contracts are with the league. They ultimately have no say. Uh, I mean, hopefully they did right by jeremy to get him into as good of a situation as they could have but at the end of the day it wasn't his call he had to pack up and move to wherever they said and and maybe that's what happened right i mean that's a shit team and no offense but a shit city i don't really like san jose even though i lived down in that area for five years don't don't pull your punches man yeah i mean yeah. there's a reason we uh, live up here it's nice right yeah. i guess one of you guys lives in england now which is pretty sweet <laughs> almost there i'm casually here for some weeks figuring some shit out but uh i what i would say is i don't know if you heard the interview that Merritt did on talk timbers we were just talking about it right when you were joining uh he did specifically address you can't see the agenda either that makes sense so he did specifically address the Jeremy Obobese trade to San Jose. And he said, if anyone wants to be mad, then, you know, blame me. Said he had an agreement with him uh, to sell him to Europe or uh, an equivalent, you know, starting position where he said he deserved to be a starter and, you know, he was honoring his agreement. And then my sub comment to his interview is Daniel Levy ain't no bitch. Look at Harry Kane. He's not going to Man City. I think that um, we never should have gotten rid of him. And at this point, I honestly, you know, I would have dropped and 
anyone else tell me I'm wrong, but Nizgoda. At this point, hmm. he hasn't really contributed much to the Timbers. His salary is ridiculous. He's a DP. It's done no benefit for the team. And uh, you, would, you would use the 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 season once once a season write off option. I, I mean, we'd still have to pay his contract out. But uh, something. I mean, I at least uh, Abobasi was here and contributing. Nisgoda so, was awesome during COVID Cup, and he's been injured forever. That's yeah. not a fair assessment. Yeah, that's, that's a very, kind of, it's a kind of a dick it's a, move to cut a guy that gets injured on your on your watch. Uh, it's not. I mean, I think I think assessment. as soon as we when we resigned Mora, I think it was clear what was going to happen, right? Uh, or when we signed, because wasn't he here on loan? I think he was on loan, and then we yes. put him under contract in like January. And I made this comment in one of the Reddit you know, things never go to Reddit, but, um, you know, uh, at that point when we signed Mora, Jabo, uh, was, uh, not going to be part of the U S men's national team's plans. Uh, Williamson wasn't either. Uh, if anybody was following that, even though camp cupcake was going on, uh, you know, it was clear from what was happening that those two fellows were not part of the core group. Um, it's kind of a surprise they got left off the Olympic team, but you know, that's your job as a GM to call up Greg and Jason, you know, the, the national team managers and say, Hey, realistically, where are these guys in your plans? Right. We're trying to figure out what our roster is going to look like for the year. And if these two guys are going to be gone for two, three months in 2021, we need to know. And I'm sure they would have said, you know, they're outside looking in, maybe they have a chance, but they're not, you know, they're not part of the first 20 names that we're going to call for either because they weren't. Hmm. I, I really resent this thoughtful analysis. <laughs> yeah. Can you drink a little bit and then join? Make this a bit more uh, unprofessional. Thank you. Uh, sorry. I actually have a hard, hard rule about not drinking before 5 p.m. unless I'm at a soccer game. Wow. It's a good it's rule. The Irish in me, you know, once you start, there's no stopping. Yeah. Well, how, do you, how do you feel about the fact that Jonathan is only a Spurs fan because they have the highest ticket? costs of all the premier league teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what i will tell you is i am going to go see ipswich town versus afc wimbledon this saturday and uh, i'm going to hang out with some of my dad's family and we have tickets in the director's box where we're actually going to sit with the owners and it was basically free because it's league one and then <laughs> i'm on that billion dollar stadium yeah, dude, I cannot wait to buy uh, Josh Geyer an Ipswich Town jersey that says Sheeran on the back. Uh, and <laughs> um, and then we are going to go see Spurs versus Watford on Sunday at, uh, in Tottenham. And that's going to be awesome. We're also in the fancy <laughs> – listen to this shit real quick before I have to go. So there is a dress code to go to the Ipswich Town match because we're sitting in the director's box, and it says no jeans, no trainers, no football shirts, jacket and tie preferred. And that is one of the funniest things I think uh, I'm ever going to experience in real life. And then at least in the Spurs game – it's you know you can wear jeans and sneakers and a football shirt but just no uh away colors or anything but it's gonna be fun did you pack any of that did you pack a a jacket and a tie no dude i'm rich i did buy my way out of problems (laughs) hey mcg do you know the more sonic guys in real life oh yeah yeah actually i'm gonna go see pat this afternoon oh are you yeah 
uh, aren't we supposed to like coordinate like a rap battle with them? Yeah, I thought they wanted to fight. <laughs> uh, there's two dudes I've uh, never I've never met two dudes who wanted to fight anybody less than Pat and Pete. Those guys will <laughs> absolutely placate you to get out of any situation. Rather than but what about a rap battle? Can you facilitate a rap battle? I mean, I suppose I could. I don't know who would do the rapping. I mean, maybe maybe if I can get Bog to show up, he would he would uh, sub in for those guys. He does like himself a little bit of lyrical flow, um, <laughs> but or probably not Pat or Pete. All right, well, all right, folks. At this point, yeah, we'll keep talking getting, shit on them. I am gonna just pause my mic, and so I don't want to uh, fuck up the Zencaster. But I love you guys, and all right, I, good I, seeing you, Jonathan. Yeah, cheers, everyone. Uh, McGee, get fucked, man. Your stupid pronunciations. Bye. You <laughs> too. <laughs> Take care. Uh, anybody else have anything to say? Or we just close it out. Might as well close it out. Uh, I'm going to the match. I'm going to the, the doubleheader. Anyone else going to the doubleheader? Uh, I decided not to go last minute, and I canceled and got refunded. I am a glutton for punishment. So all this Delta shit has me really weirded out. Yeah, I don't know if I want to drive. What I love about away matches is like partying with the locals and doing cool shit and like with all this Delta stuff, that just didn't seem safe or fair, so I just backed out. Hmm. When do you see an end to that? Oh, I have no clue. We can talk about the uh, Portland Psychedelics uh, Symposium that I went to a couple of years ago if you want to talk uh, about that stuff sometime. Uh, yes. <laughs> Psychedelics Good for your brain, turns out. <laughs> um, speaking of psychedelics, any we have predictions for this week? Oh, we're going to lose everything. Uh, yeah. Thor- you think the Thorns are going to lose too? Oh, no. Thorns are going to crush it. Thorns are winning three trophies this year. Timbers are crashing and we're, burning. We're, yeah, we're losing 22 to four. <laughs> we are going to win two to one. Timbers? Actually, yeah. Yes. I actually do have some hope too. I I do see a decent chance at a positive result, um, in part because the Sounders half the squad went down to LA for that All Star game last night, and so they're like very much out of their rhythm, haven't been training with the team all week. Um, obviously, they have a deep squad as they've demonstrated, you know, having rotated throughout the early season to great success. Yeah, how many guys did they, ha- they didn't they have like? 12 guys in the in the all-star squad <laughs> it was the six of the 11 starters actually were sounders players <laughs> that's ridiculous we we do have the ability to win on sunday what it's going to come down to i i believe is geo and whoever's captain that day getting everybody in the right headspace in the right mindset together it's going to take a blanco start can he go 90 you think that can happen he can start. He doesn't have to go ninety. He can he start have to go ninety. He can start. Though. I know. I was just asking if you think he's ready to go ninety. He was the. I loved his spirit when he came on for us in Austin. Oh, he completely changed the whole atmosphere. Everybody. Yeah. If he starts, we win may, one. Yeah, but what if you hold him off and let him play the second half? Uh, it doesn't work as well. We lose three to one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about a real prediction for the Thorns uh, rain game? Uh, that's going to be a two-one. The, the, I was going to say two-one. The thorns. Yesterday was I went. I went last night. Um, it was a little bit of a flat match, and then um, it took some bad refereeing, and then uh, to get everybody fired up. Wow, that is not what it looked like on TV. 
it looked like just absolute Gorn's domination, whistle the whistle. Huh. And Sophie Smith was just like absolutely on one. Uh, I tweeted out during the game, if Sophie Smith uh, had gone to the Olympics instead of Carly Lloyd, U.S. women's team would have won gold. No, like no questions asked. Like she's again, once again, I resent this thoughtful analysis. (laughs) (laughs) I think the rain have already upset the thorns once this year. It can happen again. It'll be a Mm -hmm. two one scoreline, but it flip a coin on who on who comes out on top. I I thought they had a little bit of a hangover from the uh, ICC match, Um, but they won. It's 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 interesting. the, the, The atmosphere at those matches is is. A little bit different than the Timbers matches. It's um, it's a great atmosphere, but it's just it's a different atmosphere. It's a little bit more baroque. I'm gonna have to go. I went to art school, but I'm gonna have to go look that up again to refresh my memory. It's not important. Uh, <laughs> Thorns are gonna win uh, five to two, and Soph Smith's gonna get a hat trick, and uh, Olivia Moultrie is gonna score from a direct free kick because she's a fucking baller. Five to two, man! Wow. All right. If that's the scoreline, Jonathan will buy you whatever drink you want from wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a frosty pint of the local is fun. What, what, what's your Timbers prediction? Uh, I, I, I mean, I really am holding out hope. I think like a one nothing or a two one could be doable, um, especially if Steve Clark is on in goal and and he's having a day. Um, remember, we you know when we got rock, we had Eva such Eva such however you say his name back there, and you know he just he played himself right out of starting contention with that. Um, I don't think Steve lets more than one get past him on Sunday, so. Somewhere in the one zero one one two one range, uh, I think we got it. All right, all right. At least a point. Uh, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. I came yeah, on to gush about on. the thorns, and we barely even touched touched on them. But that's okay. Well, do you have a final thought about the thorns you want to get out? No, I mean I I've just been gushing about them. I do oh. think such a strong team. <laughs> I'll, I'll repeat <laughs> what I said to you on Twitter. We're bad fans and totally unqualified to talk about the best team in the country. Uh, best team in the world. Best, as team, in yeah, the world. best team in the world. Yeah. What I, was I the, what was that uh, other competing uh, international tournament that was going on in with uh, at racing Louisville the same weekend? Didn't they have the international cup? They weren't they doing? It, it was it was a brand new one, but it was kind of the same. It was kind of like a mirror oh. of this this tournament. I don't know. Actually, I, I heard some some talk of it, but I wasn't paying close enough attention because the thorns weren't involved. Yeah, it would be fun to see a, an expanded version of this tournament. Yeah, we we did. I think we talked about it briefly before you joined, but um, like some was... kind of super league. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Concacaf is actually they announced like a week ago that they're bringing back uh, a women's championship and women's gold cup. Oh, good. Uh, oh, really? I think maybe as soon as next year or or the year after but yeah they're finally oh, we'll back. dominate that shit that'll be good Man. i'll ask jonathan what his closing song is i'll plug in our contacts all right i, I missed uh i should have my closing song last episode i should have made it the dream syndicates tell me when it, when it's over so go look that up if you're listening Cool. Uh, I'm going gonna... <laughs> to push stop then. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Thanks for making it. Yeah, totally. Thanks for being on. Yeah, totally enjoy it. All Take right. Care.
right. Talk to you. Let's go, baby. Hello, girl. Hello, darling. What's your name and what's your number? Beg your pardon. Yeah. Eating pool in a big back garden. Crate of the beers, I'm sinking them down, but now I'm starving. Pop to the shop with a big kebab and a can of lager. Boss man knows me. I'll be back tomorrow. With a stack full of pinkies rolled up, that's for the drop last week. And a couple of shots in the knee, cutting up deals in the business niche. She like me, she want me, she wanna come round and bonk me. Pull up to mine in her husband's car. She want me, she need me, she wanna come round and tease me. Pull up to my midnight half hours. She wanna come drink with a gazer, shot with a dealer, riding a beamer. She know I got rocks that I sing off the curb, big words in a slick demeanor. Jesus, baby, she be ringing on my phone like crazy. Easy, peasy, big case of bacon, I'm greedy. I saw I conquered waking up in me Gucci boxes. Couple of jabs with a one two bang, I'll knock your block off. Yeah. Fling balls like Frederick Flint off. Clean shot, make a man dance, and I don't need TikTok. And that's them loons, and that's them jewels, and that's that bright. And that's that swing, and that's that left, and that's my right. Yeah. Scope a man's head, be my sniper sight. That's right. Then it's pie and a fag and a dance on a Friday night. Working a big beamer, shoot shots on the man in the cool cleaners. There's been a little spill on that block we was. Last week where the boys put them feelers. I just wanna bust shots on the block, Jesus. I just wanna whip white while I smash cans. I just wanna whip round with a few shooters. I just want a few pints and a few fags. Big 16s and I blew that. Now, son, you don't wanna do that. Son, should I know I'm a big deal. Son, should I run when he threw that? Yeah. Pull up outside and a man gets fried. I'm banging that mash like English breakfast. Might just smash this car in the shop window. Why they give up? This one's rented. Yeah, Pete, chuck us that, Kane. Well, if you roll us a yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm responsible for chilling on a jukebox. Birds been shaking the bundle, making me crazy. If a girl keeps going like this, then I'm taking her home and we're making babies. Now, I don't mean to be rude, but this party's dead and I'm feeling wavy. So I might just slide to the cab, grab Sandra, Babs and Casey. Come on then, mate, let's jump in the cab, tell to go faster. I'm on box in the Uber, if he complains, I'm punching a bastard. Spill drink everywhere, and then my phone's like past me, the bleeding charger. Smoking a bit for the finest grade, now me head's twisted like a rafter. I had a whip with a cigarette lit when I'm out on the strip, they won this scarper. Grab that man and I'm shaving his head like a f***ing Turkish barber. He's knocking with a butt at the dotty and his body phoned up like a bottle of carver. Feds came round and I never said nada, quick... I never lost face when it came to throwing these fists Got an head like a builder's brick I got fists like concrete slabs Still knock a man down with a kung fu kick And I don't take shit from a man Get chucked in a van Get dashed in a dusty skip One side of the family's Irish Chucky alive, he's taking a mick Big bands in the building Fill them cracks in the walls So the feds can't see their stash Got a mesh tucked under this tip for tat And I tip my head if he's talking greens Please, I don't want to spill his beans On a brand new carpet The wife will lose it Move it before I lose it Get dark bruises All up in that leaky boat Pull up in the black tab bends And I whip out the nank And a man gets Carve like Rose. It ain't no joke, I ain't Dave Chappelle now. Why's your girl been talking to me for? Give her that seesaw, give her that up and down in the back, so round, I grabbed it. Wrapped it, slapped it, stains on the mattress, flipped them packs in the cash, I slashed it. Smacked that man with the back of the head, and he's sovereign, turned him green like goblin. Me, she's gobbling me, feet popped in the mouth, and she can't get enough of this goblin. Janice, I don't know what the plan is, smoke so much that I'm stuck in the planet. Speaking Spanish, that's the Luego, thumbs in his eyes, get pressed like Play Doh. Worst been calling, how did you day go? Can't call back, I'm in San Diego. Little mug tried it, you don't wanna ride it, gave him the kiss of death. 
if I ain't good though. I ain't Fredo, don't wear tight little shirts like Bugsy. Little boy, I don't wanna get maced. These mug get smashed in the face. JK still didn't send his verse. To get left in a casket case. Fuse, the engineer. Cause that bitch <laughs> is a bitch. <laughs> Don't even bother to say and stuff. The, you know we can't the put amount, on the podcast. Oh no, you can put it on. And the <laughs> amount of shit she talked behind my back, she could go fuck herself. Oh, my God. oh wow, uh, that's she gonna be one of those. She didn't even fucking order one. Oh, oh my God, that's so funny. So, so much for keeping this on track and easy to edit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good luck with this one, Greg. Glad you got your horseshoe. Um, uh, so I mean. <laughs> Good. Why are you in your bathroom? I'm pooping. <laughs> are you pooping right now? Yeah, I told you I had to. <laughs> All right. Every, see, look, every time he's pushing out, every time he puts it on pause. <laughs> I know what the problem is. It's it's probably clearly like Josh said, the lack of transparency on the injury reports. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I believe that to be a, a factual statement. Are those English sirens we're hearing? Uh, they are. Uh, I don't know how anyone knows that's an emergency. It just sounds like a, a, a something crazy. Uh, but um, yeah, it's funny uh, with with work. I'm not technically allowed to work from overseas, uh, but I got my boss to say like, okay, for the for the short trip and. Um, anytime a siren goes off in the background, I have to like quick mute my line so people don't hear that and go, "What siren is that?" Like, oh, it's a new one in Portland for like when the the Proud Boys try to come to town. So we have a, it's a special siren. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, so. do they use it on horses though? That's the only, <laughs> that's the only uh, medicine that I use. Uh, you know, I actually really do like horse medicine, but that's a whole nother. Uh, <laughs> Horse medicine. That's for after five o'clock. Six yeah. and one, half a dozen the other. <laughs>